everybody? It's your favorite host, A. Millie, back with another episode of the Sip and Sit podcast. And tonight I have a special guest all the way from ATL, Georgia. He goes by the name of Joshi Khan. Now, before he got on here, I was kind of chopping his name up, but he said I said it right. I'm not countryfied or anything. So I want to welcome Joshi Khan to the show. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. That's good. Glad to see you on the uh, Sip and Sip podcast. It is the Christmas season, and you got some gifts that you are going to be, you know, passing out this coming Friday. You got a new single that's coming out. So you kind of like Santa Claus, kind of blessing everybody for the Christmas and holiday season. So we're going to get into that. But first, Josh, Khan. I want to call you Josh for short because I don't want to butcher. Look, I don't want to butcher your name. I'm countryfied. I'm you countryfied. Can't folk, my, my folks usually call me Joshua. They call me kind. So it, it don't matter. Okay. So either or. So, yeah. so Josh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, I'm really from Alabama. I was born there, but uh, I moved to like the Atlanta area, the Cab specifically, in, like, when I was two. Uh, I've just been here ever since. (laughs) Been there ever since, you know, grinding in the AU, like our phenomenal artists. So, you know, with you growing up in the ATL, born in Alabama, how did growing up in a city that is like influenced, you know, so much of the South, ATL from the music, the culture, how did that inspire you to become an artist? It's just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you go, like hip hop music is just there. Um, even like growing up, uh, I first started like doing musical stuff when I was like in middle school. My mom had me an orchestra for about like two years. Oh wow! Yeah, but other than that, I say middle school when I kind of started making my musical identity. You know, as far as choosing what I want to listen to and stuff like that. But other than that, uh, like growing up, my mom listened to you know Tigz. Gucci, um, shit, anybody really that's from Atlanta down south. Who were who were some of your musical influences um, that like kind of put a spark in you? Like, you know what? I really want to do this. I really want to pursue this. Like, who were some of your musical influences? Um, like when I said earlier, when I got in middle school, I kind of started developing my musical like identity for what I wanted to listen to. So mm-hmm. my first few artists I started listening to was like Big Shine, Old mm-hmm. Future, um, like Welcome to Molly World and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting into like Kendrick and stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, like eighth grade, uh, going into freshman year for high school. Then like, that's when I started listening. Like, like I listened to his songs and stuff. And you know, he just so lyrical and stuff like that. I try to start writing myself, but I never really like recorded nothing until after I graduated. But the, that first like thought got sparked, you know, like me listening to like Kendrick and stuff and mm-hmm. really like future and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. like early, like early high school, late middle school. Mm-hmm. So what was it about like Kendrick Lamar and so many other artists um, what was it about them that it was like, you know what, they got something like, and I know I got that too. What was like that one song or was it their style of music that really kind of like, kind of really pushed you out there to the forefront of being an artist too? Um, 
mainly because it was something different. Because I was so used to hearing people from the South, mm-hmm. hearing like that West Coast type of style of music is something different for me. And that's what kind of gravitated me towards him. Um, I was like, yeah, it's just different. Uh, but it still kind of had like that soulful feeling to it mm-hmm. as if it was kind of like Southern, but it was West Coast. So it was just something new for me. And then I just really liked it. Mm-hmm. How would you describe your your sound in your music? Because you, you do have that that uh, Southern flavor, but it, it is, I hear a little bit of like a, that West Coast. Um, a little bit of East Coast. I, I hear it all with your sound. How do you describe it? Um, it's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's just really what I, I listen to or what I want to hear at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, from even the influences, like how you were saying, it, sometimes like, I hear like West Coast or something like that, something West Coast inspired, and it just sparks something in me just to start writing and just, you know, come up with some melodies or something. But I say it mainly like, I don't know how to really explain it. I, I keep it uh, like a Southern style. I say it's mainly like Southern. People done told me like some songs sound like soulful and stuff like that and yeah. all that other stuff. Yeah. What inspires you um, to make music as an artist? What inspires you to like go into the studio, lay some tracks down? Like what inspires you to get in that mode? Experience in life and. Mm. Um, hearing other people, like mm-hmm. hearing new music from other people, mm-hmm. and then hearing them snap on stuff, and I'm like, damn, it just put that like battery in my back to be like, I want to go record now. Or like, like I was saying, experience in life, like if something happened, I'll probably like be in like a little mood or something like that, and I'm like, I gotta get some off my chest and just go to the studio and record. Mm-hmm. And that's like a part of like your creative process, you know, life experiences and things that you you see see other people going through and it kind of inspires you. What was like one song that really inspired you or from your own experience, what inspired you to make one like life-changing song that, you know, you put your all into that really kind of describes your life? Um that's a good one. I'm trying to think. Uh, you got to so, lie. It's so many songs, but just that one song that really describes who you are as an artist. That one song. Um, I say the song I probably got coming out this Friday in Island, uh, which is more kind of like a, a love. Mm-hmm. Not a love song, but you know, one of those type of songs and that type of vibe. Like, I had wrote Island, the hook, and the verse. And I was just in the car listening to the beats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I forgot exactly what sparked like the the inspiration from me to kind of write it. Mm-hmm. I just heard the beat, and then I kind of already hear like the general topic of what I should talk about on the beat mm-hmm. when I hear it, and then I just piece it together. And that's dope because you do have a. Uh, uh, a ear for music like you said you were in the orchestra now you are a rapper I know you probably can sing a little bit now being in the orchestra your mom had you being in like um, you know extracurricular activities and music and stuff what instrument did you play um, that really kind of 
people that just really don't know. Because I would say, okay, he's a rapper, but hearing you say I was a part of the orchestra, like, what instrument did you play? I had played the viola. The who? The viola. It's like a slightly bigger violin. Okay, I, I've mm -hmm. never heard of viola. I've never heard of that. I've heard of the, you know, the cello, the violin, uh, but never the viola. Okay, see, so you just taught me something. You just taught me something. Now, can I ask you, would you ever um, play an instrument on one of your songs? Would you ever play the BLO on one of your songs? Because now if you look at um, Andre 3000, you know, he just put out a new, a new album where he's playing his musical instruments. No rapping, no features, no nothing. And he's like moved into another phase in his life. But would you ever play the BLO? On a song, I had to relearn. Oh, you got to relearn. I'm, I'm pretty sure you still got it. You still got it. I had to. I had to go back and relearn. I I know how to read music still a little bit, mm -hmm. but I have to. It's been, yeah, it's been since like the last time I actually played was probably like seventh grade. Oh, I only wow. kept it up for like two years. Oh wow, you know I gotta ask you how old are you? Because you 24? were like you twenty one. 24. 24. Okay. Oh, you're young. You're young. I'm look, I'm 36. So when I, if I could think back at what I was doing at 24, I could, I could really think back what I was doing 24. Now I want to ask you, um, about hip hop is 50 uh -huh. years of hip hop. We, we celebrating this whole year that just had a concert last night. Some of the hip hop greats. What does it mean for you as an artist to see 50 years of hip hop evolve from 1973 until now? What does that mean for you? It's kind of inspirational seeing it from like you can hear each distinctive mm -hmm. era and like hip hop and music. You can pick out a song that's a song that was made from 2005 to 2010, then you could go pick out a song that was made from 2005 up to 2012, mm -hmm. or like or 2010 up to 2012. Like they all sound different. Each era got like its own distinctive sound, and where new stuff was being introduced and stuff like that. So it's it means a lot too, uh, especially for like us as black people, because mm -hmm. you know we the face of hip hop, and yes. it's just it's like an accolade for us as a people. What does it mean for you on your journey as an artist to be the next little baby, the next Kendrick Lamar? What does it mean for you on your journey? Uh, I don't know. It, it, I strive to be up there to go uh, that far, but I'm just going with with the way right now. Like whatever comes my way comes my way. Um, but I do most definitely like use like a Kendrick or something as like a a goal to kind of be in that same realm of like success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that, you know, all of your influences and, you know, just celebrating 50 years of hip hop is like, you know what, hip hop is here to stay. It has evolved over the 50 years and I cannot wait to see what's going to be in the next 50 years. I can't tell you how old I will be. I just pray I live to see it. 
So I, I love the the uh, evolution of hip hop. Now I want to talk to you about you as an artist. How has your journey been on this road? Has it been easy for you, or has it been difficult? Um, I say a mixture of both. Uh, I just recently started taking it serious, serious, like beginning of this year. I started making music probably at 20, the end of 2018. Um, but my first time being in the studio in 2016, because I had sent my friend to the studio. Mm -hmm. But my first time actually making music uh, was 2018. And starting from then, it was kind of like as a hobby up until like COVID hit. Um, well, I won't say a hobby, but I always knew I wanted to be in the industry, whether it was doing music or managing somebody or, you know, have my own company. Um, and then I was just trying to find out certain ways to get in where I fit in. Like I even interned at a studio, uh, just trying to see behind the scenes and how certain stuff go, how, how certain labels, uh, do they meetings and all that other stuff and just being behind the scenes. But, uh, as far as my actual like career it ain't been that hard to get like a new audience because a lot of people anytime like i play a song with anybody like they always like i ain't never really heard nobody you know give me that or you know when somebody trying to be like like i don't know that's it like i ain't never heard what's something that you had to learn as an artist um that you didn't know about the industry that you know it was like down like I kind of hit you in the face like a ton of bricks. What is something that you had to learn about this industry that you did not know? Um, one thing I always tell my friends, like even the ones that do want to do music, pay these folks. Ooh. A lot of people, a lot of people, um, like even when it comes down to like beats and stuff like that, mm -hmm. like a producer, like always pay the producer or something like that, because you end up finding yourself in a situation where, for example, like. I had one producer, I paid for one beat, and then all the beats he gave me was free. Like, after, like a lot of times, that's, people just want to see how serious you take it. And then that's really whether, you know, everybody trying to get paid. So that's sometimes that'd be you building your relationship is by, hey, I see, I see you taking whatever you're doing serious. So I'm going to go ahead, pay you because I see you working, you trying to get paid. Then they'll just go ahead and you, you feel me, just. Build off of that. That even go down with like videographers and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. all that other stuff. Just building relationships and taking the actual business part serious instead of you know trying to get everything off base and stuff like that. Yes, like I feel like that business part is is very essential. Like you have to know the business side. It's good that you want to rap, you want to be a singer, you want to be in the industry, but you got to know the ins and out of the business. And I think that's one thing. Like a lot of artists don't know and they found out they find out later when it's too late but you got to know the ins and out of the business and read that fine print that right there you got to read the fine print what do you what do you find in like as your joy being an artist what's your favorite thing about being an artist the making music part and then seeing people's reactions just like different songs yeah. Or you know, like getting DMs. Like I get DMs every day of people saying like you hard, all that other stuff, and just seeing other people's reactions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. 
and that's and that's like a real big thing when it comes to like your artistry it just kind of pushes you even more like you said earlier you know putting that like you know that battery pack on your back and you just want to continue making more because you know what your fans want you know what they need you know what they you know what the music game is missing so you did just drop a new single and it was called paralysis and that was just a week ago and now you're getting ready to drop another one this friday called luxury tell me about the process of creating paralysis which was dope by the way i, I was listening to it earlier before our interview and how did you come up with that name what was like your creative process and you know why name it paralysis so like i told you i just really go off of like the the mood for that day or whatever um i want to say earlier that night it was my first time ever having sleep paralysis like oh, ever yeah like, i get that sometimes too so i had uh ended up recording that same day and then i had pulled up a beat and i didn't know what i was going to record that day so my engineer had um just ended up i was playing the beats and he was like record on that one and it was like that's something hard because i had uh, several beats pulled up and then I want to say, like, the two other beats I had played, he was like, that's regular. You go try something new. So he ended up giving me that type of beat. Or not giving me that type of beat. He ended up, uh, you know, putting that beat up on Pro Tools. And I just recorded on there. And then I just kind of went with whatever was in my head. And then the last thing that was in my head was <laughs> the night before that. Like that sleep paralysis. Yeah. And that, you know, and that's so creative because, you know, but that's your experience and you said you never experienced that before. But sometimes, you know, those experiences make for some dope songs and that was a dope song. Now, tell me about the new single you got coming out on Friday, December 15th. It's dropping Luxury. Tell me about that. Uh, why you named it Luxury and what can we expect on this um, single? Um, It's kind of like my perspective of the city from like a... Kind of like that Kendrick perspective a little bit like mm -hmm. just seeing all like the not bad stuff but you know like the the other stuff going on like everybody especially everybody want handicaps you know all that other stuff and and you know people just on crash out and stuff like that yeah so it was just my perspective just kind of like i guess calling that out and then just showing my identity because even with like me naming it luxury like my favorite car, thanks to my mom, uh, is a Lexus. Mm -hmm. So instead of like me, you know, wanting to be that person driving and like the Hellcat and all that other stuff, you know, SRT and stuff like that. Like even in the song, I said I swap speed out for luxury. Like I just rather be, you know, calm, cool, and collected. And I feel like luxury and then the way how flowing on the song and just delivery just kind of fit that i know it's going to be luxury because you dropping it like i said you playing santa claus this week you are dropping off luxury on friday december 15th where can we stream the new single everywhere apple music soundcloud youtube spotify uh, title anywhere now i gotta ask are you gonna be dropping a video to luxury most definitely i'm gonna try to get the video all done that same weekend to drop Oh wow! You coming back to bat with it? You you still Santa Claus? Like I said, you playing? You gonna be dropping the new single and the new video coming soon? That's a lot that you gonna be doing in the next week, making sure this song is out, getting your ideas for the video. Do you have any idea 
for how you want the video to go or any creative details that you can drop on the Sip and Sit podcast? Um, not nothing I can think of. Usually my videos just be as of right now, they just be like running gun videos, just kind of chill. Mm -hmm. Uh just to kind of capture like my personality and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even have that many people in my music videos. I think the most people I probably don't have is like my first music video, uh, which I dropped in like 2021. But ever since then, I've probably been having the most like two bros in the music video, and that's it. But other than that, it's just me just dolo. It's, it's just you just dolo blessing everybody with the new visuals and the new song. So, you know, we're coming up towards the end of 2023, and you've had a dope year, phenomenal year as an artist as you continue to grow. What is something that you are looking forward to as 2024 comes? What can we expect from you? Would there be an album dropping, new project dropping? What do you want to, you know, happen with you as an artist for 2024? So, I have dropped two projects this year, like two EPs. I want to aim for three projects next year. Um, and then at least out of one of those three, like the two, I want two of them to at least be some EPs. And then the other one would be like a bigger mixtape, uh, probably like 12 songs on it. Oh, that's dope. 12 songs, will it be like features or just all you? Uh, Pretty much probably me and probably like two other features on there. Okay, okay. Anything else you got coming up that you can uh, share with us? Um, like I said, 2024 is coming. Any shows coming up, we can support you. Anything that you got coming up that we can tell the listeners um, about? Just a song. Um, I'm going to try to get an EP out before the end of the month or beginning of January, most definitely. So that is what we can look forward to at the beginning, the top of the year. Like these artists, y'all are coming with the new music, the good vibes. We need some good music. We need some good vibes for 24. And I know, Josh, you are going to really bring it. You're going to continue to make the videos and make good music for us, you know, especially all us hip hop fiends. I love hip hop. And I just cannot wait to see what you're going to do and bring next in the new year. So we're gonna wrap up this interview. Josh, can you drop all your social media contacts, how we can get in contact with you, if we wanna pull up to the video shoot, if all of that, what is your social media account? Uh, Josh Khan, J-O-S-H-Y-K-U-N. Um, on Instagram and underscore Josh and Khan on uh, Twitter. Make sure y'all stream his music. He's available on all platforms. His new single is dropping Luxury. It's dropping this Friday, December 15th. He's playing Santa Claus, so it's going to be a gift. And make sure y'all follow him and support him. we got to support all of our artists, all our ATL Georgia artists. I love ATL music. I love the South music. So make sure y'all follow him, give him a shout, and support his music. He got some dope kind and he's going to continue to bring the heat when it comes to his music. Josh, it has been a pleasure having you on the Sip and Sip podcast. And you know what? You family now, so you got to come back. You got to come back. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Of it was course. a good opportunity to be on here. Yes, and we appreciate it. Again, make sure y'all follow him, stream his music. He's a dope artist. And until next time, y'all, it is the Christmas season. So we will be back with more interviews before the year is out. And I will see you in the next video. Peace.